Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts, especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributors. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. I have this flashback um, of being a child and my parents, who were missionaries, traveling around to churches and showing pictures and um, asking for money. Um, I, I thought I would never, ever do that. And it feels real similar this morning um, to that piece. Um, actually, I just I, I wanted to do two things, um, influenced by the irreverent Anne Lamont, who talks about, well, she originally talked about two kinds of prayer, thank you, thank you, and help, help. Um, and that's really what I want to say this morning to you is thank you, thank you, and help, help. She later added an, another one, which is wow. And then Julie told me this morning that Mike has added a fourth, which is dude. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the thank you, thank you, and help out. Um, I, 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 I really, really want to say thank you. Um, this community has been what I believe community is really all about. And in particular, a, a, a Quaker part of this community has been care groups or anchor groups that Julie, I think, is the one that recommended it to me, but... Greg Morgan, Julie, Rosalie, and Clarissa have been a part of my care group. Whenever I need anything, I just call them and say, can you come hang out with me for a little bit and pray with me and listen to me and tell me what you think and help discern what's going on? It has made a huge difference in my just practical sanity and ability to do what I, what, what, what I feel I'm called to do. Um, and Part of my wanting to share this morning is I am so dependent on this community in very, very real ways. Um, you financially have supported me. You're paying my way to this next part of the trip that I'm going to talk to you about in just a minute. But the sense of my belonging here, and Quakers have this um, wonderful piece also called a traveling minute, and I take one with me when I leave, which is a letter of introduction to where I'm going saying, West Hills, Carol's a part of West Hills, and we commend her to you, and they often write something back. I mean, that piece has been such an important part of what I feel um, I've been called to do. Um, many of you know, I think, that I work with Godly Play. Um, that continues to be a calling that I feel very clearly is my work. I feel, in fact, that it's something that I cannot not do. Um, I'm in, obviously, that, I don't know, what is it, the third period of my life, the third, whatever that is. Um, and I really have been searching sometimes and really questioning, what is my work now? And 
it has become so clear to me in just amazing ways that this particular um, piece of it, um, which is taking Gaudi play to Quakers, Spanish-speaking Quakers, kind of a uh, unique piece, really is what I feel um, my work is. I, I think the best thing to do is to give you some visual images. I wanted to just show you real briefly some pictures from the Peru trip and then talk about where we're headed um, in two weeks. This is just a map of where we ended with those, where we ended up going with those three arrows. Um, I'll post this report on the web page for West Hills. Up above that is an itinerary, which I don't think any of it happened the way that that itinerary was. Um, and a little bit about the story before the story, I shared some of this before, is I had done a training in New England with, and there was a number of Quakers in that group. And Godly Play was written by an Episcopal priest. Part of the stories in Godly Play are what we call worship stories, or Episcopalians call them liturgy, which liturgy is almost like a four-letter word to us Quakers. Um, and when we got to that part of the training, the Quakers were really getting kind of antsy about that. And I said, well, you know, our liturgy is sitting in silence. It's the work that we do to experience God. So they wrote and have written um, wonderful Quaker stories called Faith and Play. And that was translated into Spanish as, and Godly Play has been for a number of years. And there were friends from Cuba who came to New England and said, we want some materials for our children. And they introduced them to Godly Play and Faith and Play. And they said, we want this. This is what we want. So they um, supplied them with the materials, but they said, we really need training. So they started asking, well, who could come? Who's a Godly Play trainer that speaks Spanish that's a Quaker? One of them knew Julie and uh, contacted Julie. And Julie said, I know exactly the person who that is. Um, and that resulted in our going to Cuba. Um, last year. And then as a result of Cuba, we went to the FWCC gathering in Mexico City last year. And out of that gathering, we have been invited to, I think, seven different South American, Central American countries to come to Godly Play. We went to Peru um, in January of this year. And um, let me show you some more pictures. Tacna was one of the first places we went to. Um, very dry, arid place, but amazing community. <coughs> the woman right in the middle is the one that hosted us, and um, we stayed with her. She had 26 guinea pigs in her backyard. Um, they eat guinea pigs um, in, in Peru. I did not eat any, but... Um, More pictures of that first place. In Arequipa, it, there was a pastor's conference going on. So they were, no, not a pastor's conference, a, year, uh, a quarterly meeting. And so those people were also a part often of that training. It was in the next place. In Arequipa, that there was a pastor's conference going on. and. Um, they also joined us there. It was just so phenomenal to me how godly play, I think, provides a way for people to come at things from a slant. 
um, through narrative and story, but the engagement of even the adults, you can see that on their faces, just a true presence and often adults sometimes in tears talking about how they have never experienced the Bible in this way. Ilave was an interesting place. Every day there was a totally new group of people that showed up and one day just five children is all that showed up. So I told them a couple stories. They loved doing the response time. Um, I love the, uh, again, the faces of these children and seeing how engaged they were. Some more pictures from that place. We got to visit Machu Picchu while we were there. And then we ended at the FWCC World Gathering. Um, and it was an incredible experience. I got to do three different workshops. And um, again, there was such response and um, engagement with, with godly play and the faith and play Quaker stories. Again, um, some of the quotes that you can see there. I'm eternal, eternally grateful to God because I'm sure that it will be possible to bring this to our region. This pre presentation has touched me deeply. I like receiving it like a child, so simple but so profound. Um, again, it was just real clear to me that this is really speaking to these people. We have big questions to ask. How do we take godly play to these other countries and really let it be theirs and not impose just an American idea of what we think it needs to be? Um, how do we wrestle with theological differences? Um, how do we um, encourage them to make it their own culturally and with um, the different resources and materials that they have? We have been invited to Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. We leave in two weeks and we'll be spending a week in each of those countries. We recently found out that Guatemala is the 12th most dangerous country in the world. Honduras is the second most dangerous country in the world. And El Salvador is the first most dangerous country in the world. Um, but we really will be traveling with people um, from the different meetings. So thank you, thank you for your ongoing support and also help, help. Um, we have big work to do to even finish getting ready to leave in a week and a half. We leave on the 7th. And um, we really do ask that you would continue to hold us in the light and really, um, as you have been and as you do and have, as I've experienced so often, that you really are a part of us, um, those of us that leave from this place. And uh, it, it means so, so very much. So. Thank you, thank you. Help, help. And I guess you could add, wow, and dude. <laughs> <laughs>